0: Hi, CityCast listener. What's the sound of Houston? An underappreciated ingredient in our Gulf Coast gumbo is Chicano music, and our guests today are trying to make sure that it gets its due. They are behind the Tejas Got Soul series, which peaks this Sunday with a free concert. At Discovery Green, you can hear the band Aviso pay homage to Houston's unique, nearly forgotten, brown-eyed soul movement. It is Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston.
1: My name is Nick Gaitan. I'm a Houston musician. I have a a deep passion for Houston music history and Houston history in general.
2: My name is Pat Jasper, and I'm a public folklorist, although I'm trying really hard to retire, except I keep coming across great projects like Sonidos de Houston that reel me back in again.
3: (laughs) Uh, My name is Isaac Rodriguez, uh, born and raised in Houston, Texas. I'm a local DJ, and I love everything Houston history.
0: Isaac, I wanted to start with you. I understand that you grew up in Houston. Your family has been here for generations and generations. And even though you were surrounded by Tejano music, it just wasn't your thing. Right. What changed that?
3: So basically, um, again, you know, just growing up as a kid, you know you're surrounded by the music you hear the you hear the songs on the radio as a teenager i got involved that was the time when you know dj screw started making his impact in houston you know i got into everything from you know screwed up culture to to punk rock and and uh, it <laughs> yeah and it wasn't until i had kids of my own that i realized like you know before my kids leave the house they need to know about their culture like i did and Whether, regardless of whatever, whatever they want to get into, they'll know what home is, you know? And that's what really got me into it again, my kids. So I inherited these records and I was a DJ already, but when I inherited these records from my grandmother, they were all Houston Chicano records, you know, from the sixties. A lot of these records, 90% of these records I had never heard before.
1: Good.
3: So I was I was digging out these records and you know dropping them on the record player and and I noticed they were, they were all Spanish names local labels but they were all soul music English songs from these Tejanos and then you see names like Sunny and the Sunliners Little Joe and the Latinaires these are like the Mount Rushmore of Tejano but the, the early songs they were recording were like doo wop and soul and rock and roll. So it just sparked my interest. Like, whoa, whoa, yeah, like what's going on here? You know, I'm, I've known these guys from you know the '80s and '90s. You know, singing singing in Spanish, wearing uh, cowboy boots and cowboy hats, and here they are as teenagers, <laughs> dressed in like you know glittery suits, just like any other soul band or doo-wop band of the time, doing dances. And and then I, I look start looking further in the box, and I started reaching out and grabbing Houston bands that I had never heard of that were just like Sonny. They were just like Little Joe, Mm -hmm. but they weren't as big as Sonny and Little Joe. So they didn't have that reach. Mm -hmm. So that was like that kind of blew my mind that, wow, these this this was my parents and my grandparents music.
0: That there was a Houston sound.
3: Yeah, there was a Houston sound, a Houston Chicano sound. You start hearing them. It all started to make sense. So once I started doing my own research throughout, you know, it took me a while, it took me about a year. That's when I was like, I'm ready to take this to the streets. <laughs> so, you know, I go to this this local dive bar down the street from my house and I walk in and the first person I see is Nick, right? You know, me and Nick were like in the Houston live music scene, you know, ska, rockabilly, punk, you know, it all kind of mm-hmm. crossed paths. But when I would be at a Tejano gig, Nick was the only other person from that scene that I would see there. So, oh. so I knew <laughs> that, that he, was, he was the person I had to tell about this. And, and as soon as I opened the door, there he is. You know what I mean?
0: So Nick, like, was that kind of cross-cultural mix happening in other cities like San Antonio or Los Angeles?
1: I would say so. Um, I would definitely say so, because that was stretched across the country, too. Whenever you're looking in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. you're looking in San Antonio, you're you're always going to hear that mix.
3: Yeah, it was definitely happening in, happening in San Antonio. San Antonio would actually be oh, yeah. considered the Mecca of that sound. And um, so, yeah. you know, us as Houstonians, we uh, we were like, hey, wait a minute. Where's the Houston story to this? Yeah. Like uh uh-huh. the biggest label of the time, which was Teardrop Records owned by Huey Mo, uh, The yeah.
0: crazy Cajun? Yeah, yes. Huey Moe. That's right. Yeah. Famous producer.
3: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he, he, uh-huh. he had a, rec- a local record label called Teardrop Records. And that's kind of where the cream of the crop in this Chicano soul genre, would, would, they would they would strive to be on Teardrop. And, you know, he was based in Houston. So with all these cool things going on in the city... You know, we started wondering why Houston wasn't showcased as much as San Antonio or East LA. You know, so uh, this is uh-huh. where this is where we felt the need to step out and kind of put on for for Houston, right?
1: And and, and <laughs> I think Isaac, you'd probably agree with me on this one, where we lots of times there was a in, in concert culture there was the same thing about Houston being overlooked, and oh uh, yeah. As local musicians ourselves, you know, we're going, hey, did you see that so-and-so was coming to town? Well, no, he's not going to town. He's going to Dallas. Uh, This band's going over here. Why do they skip Houston? Why do they skip Houston? Well, same thing happens in history. But Houston, Texas was the center of it all. Whenever, like, you're talking about psychedelic music, you're talking about soul, country music. I mean, it was all here. I mean, shoot, you know, uh, uh, Hound Dog was recorded here before Elvis touched it. (laughs) (laughs) And Just to add... I,
3: I'd say the biggest soul song from Texas of the era, "Tighten Up" from Archie Bell and the Drills, like yeah, they're just yeah. yeah. all the way. The now, do the
2: and there,
3: and there, and, there, and yeah. there's a connection, you know. Archie Bell, he 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 says it himself, like Sonny and the Sunliners were the first group to take me on a national tour when he he, he would open up for Sonny. Yeah. I know Sonny is, a, yeah. he's a San Antonio staple, but there is a little part of Houston, you know, in that story.
0: In that sound. Yeah. What are some of the oh, other yeah. teardrop groups? What are some of the other like names that more people should know?
3: There's so many there's basically dozens of groups that i could sit here and name that are on teardrop but i definitely want to shout out the stardusters big lou those two groups right there those are the ones who really um, repping houston at the time and and trying to do it for houston
0: When did you hook
2: up with these two? So I hooked up with them early on as they were dealing with the Brown-Eyed Soul stuff, but it became so clear to me that there was this bigger picture, especially because of this whole issue of what was going on in Houston at the time. All that music was in the air as the Chicano sound was developing in the city. And so it really does have a a different story because of its distance from that standard circuit, but also because there was just such a, a a richer mix in the city. So we
0: just kept working that Gulf Coast meltdown that happens here.
1: Yeah, there was total uh, a melting pot there with the sounds, especially with Huey Mo uh, being behind it all. And so many things happen at these studios, you know, here in Houston. So this is, this was just. Being created all alongside each other.
0: All right. So let's shift into the present, because you guys have gone from documenting all this great stuff that was going on in the 60s to looking at what's going on now. Right. And Pat, you have helped get a grant for Isaac to work with the Library of Congress,
2: Am I right about that? What the Library of Congress did was develop a grant program called Widening the Path. And it was very focused on making sure and supporting people in communities who saw things in their communities that they knew were very worthy of documentation and being really captured as as a part of the broader story American culture. So uh, we all got together, we wrote a grant called Sonidos de Houston. And uh, unbelievably, we got one of the $50,000 fellowships to kind of, yeah, no, it's kind of a (laughs) sum. although it's divided among, among many, it's (laughs) a very egalitarian uh, endeavor. But uh, to document these sounds, and this musical community that has largely been unknown, unheard, and underappreciated.
0: Yeah. So, Nick and Isaac, what does current Houston sound like? What are y'all getting?
1: You know, I got I to tell you, the Houston music sound right now is, is a hard one to pinpoint because, you know, with the power of the Internet and the power of everything that we do, there's... um. Regional sounds are there, of course, you know, uh, but but Houston sound is so diverse now. I mean, there's a there's a lot of stuff going on from from indie to punk to to Mm -hmm. to rap. I mean, we we know rap is huge here. There's some great country bands coming out of out of the, the city now. I mean, not 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 just now, but they've been historically. But yeah,
3: so right now the thing in Houston is Cumbia. We got we have a big cumbia market here in Houston, it's known as the Cumbia City. But as far as from oh, wow. mar-
0: I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's like so as far as cumbia goes, it's like Colombia, Monterey, Mexico, and Houston. Those are like the three yeah, the three main Whoa. places. Yeah. Yeah. So so where does that say when I'm speaking to these older artists, musicians that we're documenting and, and that sound they created, the Tejano and Chicano sound. Presently it's it's not really there in Houston. It's We have these older musicians who are still playing the music they played as teenagers. But as far as the younger generation, they have yet to discover it again. So our goal is to find out as much as we can and be that bridge to go and let these this younger generation know, hey, this is our sound we need to take care of it we need to preserve it and and we have been putting up a fight and ma- and making a difference and bringing it back and preserving it and and it's beautiful to see uh again Houston being a melting pot which i love i love that you can go to little india oh, yeah. and on in southwest houston and and get you some food and and have a whole afternoon i love that you can go and per- participate in one of these gumba events i love it but as far as us being uh representing the Chicano sound of Houston, I, it's something that I definitely w- needs to be worked on and, I, and I'd love to see it come back and, and, and be preserved by the younger generation. That's the goal.
1: Absolutely, I agree, and and you know, just we're digging these things up and and finding these records and and running into these people that were that were on these stages. You know, one one example is when we, um, me and Isaac, we were we were doing a DJ, uh, event down at the in Second Ward at the DNW, and um, and uh, well, I had met the gentleman previously at one of my shows there, and it was Manuel Mendiola who was an artist, uh, Manuel Mendiola and and the Exiles, and then he had his history, um in music just before that, but that was the band that I had heard, heard of him most from, and then Isaac ends up having the records, you know, and the <laughs> next thing you know we're DJing, and, uh, and I come up to him and say, hey man uh, Manuel, Mendiola, you know, he's here he said, oh, I got his record right here, so we went over, we got our picture taken with him, and, and we're all buddies now, you know, it's just one of those things he'll, yeah. he'll give us a call every now and then and shake it up a bit you know, one, one of the prouder moments, I want to just add this here, uh, we, we, were in a, we were having a discussion panel on a previous event and one of the one of the coolest things that I heard was Manuel Mendiola saying that we brought him out of retirement. You yeah. know, and it was like it was so cool because we had shared the stage a few times by that time. And it was it was just amazing. It was just one of, it was a very proud moment. You know, I said, wow, yeah. that's that's what we did. OK. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We rocked it.
3: Yeah. that That's the beautiful thing of this project. And, and just what we do, like these guys who were musicians during the 60s, 70s and even the 80s, they're they're still around. You know, a lot of them don't play, but but they're still hanging out at that dive bar, drinking with their friends, talking about the, the old days of how it was to play. So when they hear that we're out playing their music, like it gives them a place and a space to go and enjoy themselves and to, and to reminisce. And, you know, none of these guys, that they were never given awards. They were never given a, a going away show. You know, it was just kind of like they faded out and. And just played their last show and shook their buddies' hands and said, all right, you know. So with, with this Sonidos and Tejas Got Soul Project, it's like, you know, we're giving them the roses. We're letting them know that, hey, your music is 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 timeless and it's legendary. And, and also, again, it, uh-huh. it provides this the the current generation with uh hearing these sounds because uh there is a revival in this whole chicano soul sound uh there there are new bands like like the sinceres oh, yeah. and the sacred souls out of East LA and San Diego, um, they're preserving this sound. So hopefully, we can push these these younger this younger generation into into getting in into that ring with them and, and maybe uh-huh. producing a, a, a Chicano soul record out of Houston. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's gonna happen. We just you know okay. have, to, have to be patient, but but yeah, that it is gonna that's, happen. That's, yeah. that's the goal.
0: All right. Well, thank all of you. This was really great.
1: Thank you.
3: And uh, we appreciate you having us on this. Absolutely. Thanks, Lisa.
0: That was Isaac Rodriguez, Nick Gaetan, and Pat Jasper. In our show notes, we will have a link to information on this Sunday's Tejas Got Soul concert. Now, I am here with producer A.K. Almoman. A.K., what else is going on in the Houston news today?
4: Hey Lisa, did you know that some Houston area emergency rooms have snake buckets? What are snake buckets, you ask? Well, it seems like a lot of people in general don't know much about snakes and think that you need an antidote specific to the snake species that bit you. What a lot of people don't know is that most hospitals usually carry one type of anti-venom that universally works on most venomous bites. Actually, most snake bites are probably not dangerous as the snake is either non-venomous or did not discharge any venom with most bites. Experts recommend that just leaving the snake there and getting treated is the best possible option. Snakes are very important for the environment and for medical research like cancer. So friends, instead of letting these poor snakes die in a bucket, how about we leave them alone and if we get bit, just let the professionals take care of you and only you.
0: That's it for our show today. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram. We are at CityCastHouston. We'll be back tomorrow. Talk with you then.
3: So then I saw the gentleman walking behind the other guy, and that's when he... I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs)